ever been left cringing by an etiquette fail, you are not alone. Join Jodie Bashay mclean Managing Director of June Daly Watkins Brisbane as she turns the screws with a selection of quick-fire etiquette questions. Discover how our manners measure up in the modern world and get some clever tips to spare your blushes. Hello again and welcome back to the wonderful world of June Daly Watkins. I'm Jodie Bashay mclean and today we'll be getting the verdict from Miss Daly's daughter, Lisa Clifford, on the best way to navigate some of the trickier social situations. Correct answers. We've had some interesting answers. <laughs> so here we go. First one. Lisa, you're on the phone as you arrive at a cafe. Do you keep talking or hang up before you order? Ideally, you hang up before you order. Okay, number two, what do you do if you bump into someone you've met before but can't remember their name? <laughs> Smile. Everyone pauses and laughs when I ask this question. Do you know why? Because immediately it, it springs to that time when that happened. <laughs> I always smile and totally make out that I know exactly who they are. The trouble is, is when you've got to introduce them to somebody else. That's true, yes. I often saw Miss Daly do that and she was very good at it. I think that's where you've learned how to do that because you could imagine, I'm sure it's happened to you many times, we could be in Brisbane, we could be in Sydney, we could be in China, we could be in Hong Kong. And we'd walk down the street and someone would come up and go, Miss Daly. And she was so engaged and, and warm and friendly. And she'd chat and we'd, we'd talk and, and we'd walk away and I'd go, Miss Daly, who was that? And she'd say, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But they believed she knew who, who they were. And, and, and I said, well, you meet so many people. But they never, ever realised that she didn't know exactly who they were, but she knew they... They were someone that had crossed her path at some point in time. But she knew they were important too. Oh, it doesn't matter who mm. anybody is, everybody mm. is important. Mm. And to show mm. that they mean something to you by a big smile and she would take their hand and she would squeeze them and touch them in some way. And, you know, nine times out of ten we'd walk away and she'd say, who was that? And I'd say, I don't know, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> but it happened in Florence all the time. We'd be walking down the street in Italy, you know, and we'd be in some remote trattoria in Tuscany and people would come up to her and say, hi, Miss Daly, I did your course. And she would just love it. She would blossom and bloom. and She would. Yeah. Very special times. Okay, number three. Dull, lovely, hun. From strangers or acquaintances, is this acceptable or is it a little bit yuck? Now, I have, I don't find it yuck, but it depends whether it is condescending or not. I mean, like I will write back to somebody by text or, you know, and say, you know, hi, hun or something like that. But if I don't know them very well, I would never dream of calling them with a term of endearment. I think that is superficial, but it's also a cultural habit. Now, in Australia, people mm. do love, you know, love or love. pet, love. you know, or whatever it is, petal, you know. I said pet, I said love. 
<laughs> I think it's very Australian. I'm not sure you'd find so much of it in America. It is, it is. You know? Okay. Thanks for a gift. Is on the spot enough or should you always send a handwritten note or a text message if you can't do a handwritten note? Always send a text message to thank somebody for dinner, to thank somebody for a gift, to thank them for the thoughtfulness that they thought of you. They took the time to remember you and think of you and buy you something. So it doesn't matter how small it is either. Um, Always thank people for a gift with a text. Always thank them for dinner. Always when you're eating dinner at somebody's house, tell them the food's delicious. Thank you for dinner. And I truly stand by saying thanks mum for dinner. Thanks dad for dinner. You know, it's food. Show appreciation. They've taken time to prepare it and give it to you. And it's part of living with gratefulness. We have to just start inner awareness of being grateful for what we have and what other people do and give to us. For some, cooking and preparing food is their love language. And when we don't acknowledge that, we, we wound their heart because that's how they express their love for others. And yes, I'm, I'm very much someone who's in that space, Lisa. I believe that when someone makes a meal for you or shares a meal with you, we need to acknowledge that. It's very important. It's because it's I, perhaps I love food so much, maybe why, I don't know. It's really important. And I live in an environment where you're quite, someone will say, oh, this is a bit rich. This hasn't got enough salt. Or did you re- use real tomatoes with that? You know, it's, I live in Italy. Food is openly and candidly discussed. And I've had to grow <laughs> and accept because I'm wounded too. Food is my love language. That's I'm a feeder. I love to mm. feed. And so mm. when the food so is dissected, mm. I find I'm insulted, but I have to get over it. We'll come back here and you can cook for me and I will tell you how wonderful your Thank food you. is every Thank day. Thank you, Jodie. <laughs> Okay, next question. Wearing sunglasses indoors, is that a yes or is that a big no? I find it a bit pretentious, really. Okay, so that's a no. That's a no. What are you hiding? Mm, Or what are you trying to show? I'm not hiding anything. Oh, I thought you were asking me. (laughs) (laughs) No, so I find people who wear sunglasses indoors, it's like, why are you trying to hide your eyes? What have you? Ooh, what have yes. you been partaking yes. and vibing in? What are you? Trying yes. to, what are you hiding? Yes. That's, anyway, that's how I feel when somebody wears their glasses. I know, and heaven forbid, being in Miss Daly's company wearing sunglasses, I would always have to remind her that if we were somewhere and and we, it was during the day, and I, my era, I hadn't bought my normal glasses, I had my sunglasses. I would take them off when I'm indoors. But I would have to say to her, if we were at a restaurant, I need to put them on to read the menu. Otherwise, I, you're going to have to read the menu for me. And she would read the menu for me. She wouldn't let me put them back yeah. on. But she did. It was the, the height of rudeness. And I agree because that's the immediate, the first place you go to is what are you hiding? And if I can't see your eyes, I can't trust you. Yeah. Or I don't know if you're engaged or you're listening to me. Yeah, I can't connect. That's right. Number six, is punctuality an ideal or an absolute? Punctuality is an absolute. Yes, 100%. Do you stand when you meet someone new? Yeah, I will stand, yeah. I've started to 
No, no, pretty much I generally stand because it's a sign of respect and I will shake their hands and I don't care how old they are. I'm, you know, like viewed as being an elderly woman and my children will bring someone home. I will stand and shake their hand and look them in the eye, every single one of them, because that uh, it, it shows I respect them. And again, I really hope that maybe they'll pass that on. Mm. It doesn't feel right to meet someone and you're not at the same eye level. And I even find that if I've been introduced to someone who perhaps is in a wheelchair, that I will I will actually shake hands, but at some point I will try and find another chair to pull up to sit down and, and converse with them. That I feel that, for me, I feel more comfortable. I want to make them feel more comfortable in that dynamic as well. Just feeling that eye level and eye contact, I think, are very important mm. in those first few moments of, of, you know, chatting with people. I think when my children were growing up, we role-played, shaking hands, looking somebody in their eye and saying, nice to meet you. And it was so important in teaching them how to meet people. And they sometimes they, you know, they even take the mickey out of me for doing that. But I did it over and over, role-played, role-played, shake the hand, look the person in the eye, say, nice to meet you, okay? Shake the hand, look the person in the eye, say goodbye. You know, it's really, it's made a heck of a difference in the first impression that they create when meeting people and they do it uh, by rote now because I role-played it so much with them. (laughs) (laughs) And they will teach their children and their friends will see what they do and and everyone, it will just, paying it forward, just continue to pay forward, which is wonderful. Last question, should you hold the lift for someone or let them wait and keep their germs to themselves? In other words, so you're in it, imagine this, you're, Walking into a lift, you turn around, you're the only one in the lift, and you see in the distance there's someone walking towards you. They're not running. They're not running to the lift as if to say, hold the lift. They're just walking towards you in a leisurely fashion. Do you hold the lift door and wait? Or do you think, you're a good 30 seconds away. I'll let that door go and that'll come back and get you at some point. I let the lift go and I don't if they're trying to get in and I'll definitely hold the door for them and let them get in. But if they're a good 30 seconds away, I will let the lift go. I also have a very, you know, sense of personal space in a closed environment with, I know this sounds really weird, but I know people, women who've been sexually assaulted in lifts. So I have a little bit of a story going on in my head where I'm checking the person out that I'm going to be locked in a very enclosed environment with until the 10th floor. So that's my thing. Okay, fair enough. Lisa, thank you. That was so much fun. Thank you again for your time today. I really, really appreciate it. It was just great being here. Thanks so much, Jody. Such a pleasure. Thanks for joining us for another quick quiz episode of What Would June Daly Watkins Do? It's the place to be when it comes to modern manners. Subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Google Podcasts so you'll never miss an episode.